0: Welcome to New England Beer Reviews, Episode 9, Pretty Prisms. I'm TJ Davis, alongside Chris Campbell and Emily Schick. How are you guys? Hey, I'm pretty good. How are you?
1: Uh, Tired, but good.
0: I mean, I spent last week with a cat, so that was fun.
1: Yeah, Larry.
0: Larry. Also known as Fat Monty, but you know. Uh, all right, shall we kick right into this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, by this uh, by this week's episode title, we are drinking pretty prisms from Foundation. It's a double India IPA ah. Lotus so,
1: Galaxy and Centennial.
0: Yeah, and it's an eight percent. And keep in mind, this is a living product. Three, two, one, crack. <laughs>
1: Whoa, that smells really good.
2: It does.
0: Uh, I just went straight into the pour.
1: <laughs> what glass are you using today?
0: Um, The Chalice? 2016
1: or 2017?
2: Uh, I think it's 2016.
1: Oh, no.
2: No, 2015.
1: I'm using 2016 today.
2: Aha! And I'm drinking out of the can like an unclassy bastard. You unclassy bastard.
0: That's part of the reason why we keep you around. You're our fry. Which makes Emily Leela and me Bender. Oh lord. I can dig on that. <laughs> hey, bite my shiny metal ass.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that is really nice.
0: It's got a beautiful golden color. Oh, with you color. guys on that smell, uh, it's got that like juicy haze that you really want from a fucking New England IPA.
1: Yeah, and it seems it, it seems fairly carbonated, but not in like a head producing way, in like a bubble producing way. I'm seeing bubbles mm. inside the glass.
0: Tiny
2: bubbles.
0: I mean, I got a little bit of head on there, but like. It wasn't like that sour that we had a couple episodes ago that was just way too carbonated.
2: Super carbonated.
0: Forget what the hell that was called. I know that we drank some when we were playing some Legendary.
1: Oh, yeah. um, Oh, fuck. What was that? Was that the uh, dancing in my head? I think that's what that was.
0: Sounds right. No, it was the other one we drank in that episode. <sighs> hmm.
1: I thought it was the dancing. I no, I think it was the dancing in my head.
0: No, because the other one we drank was that uh, black currant goes, I think. <laughs> so it must have been the dancing in my head.
1: <laughs> Currently blacked out?
0: <laughs> Currently blacked out.
1: <laughs> I like the slight bitterness that's coming off of the centennial. I'm assuming that's the Centennials. I, I don't know much about Lotus.
0: Yeah, I don't really know the Lotus Hop. Um, I feel like I've had it in like one or two other things, but it's not one that I've had enough to. I haven't had like a one hop. Well, that's the thing. I think know. that's
1: what I would need to really get a handle on the flavor.
0: Uh, that's one of the things that I really loved so much about. Like, they still do it because I had some uh, Night Shift one hop this time, Vic Secret. Recently, mm. which always saw oh it. yeah, like it's it's no Idaho seven, but you know it it's still a solid hop,
2: yeah, I think the only hop I know in this but one is galaxy, it's...
1: yeah, galaxy, it's a uh... I mean galaxy is always well, you welcome. probably
0: also know Centennial just without yeah. realizing it ah. Centennial's in a lot of stuff, yeah
1: Centennial's gotcha. an old hop that's been around for a long time, um it was <laughs> yeah. it's it's a I think it's a like Northwest US hop, if I remember correctly. Hmm. So it it was, it's, it was more prominent, you know, back in like the centennial cascade, whatever days of like West Coast IPAs. Gotcha. Which I'm so over.
0: I mean, I still enjoy them now and again. I, we, we all know what my go to beer is. It's the delicious IPA from Stone, which is a West Coast style IPA. It's just, you know, it's pleasant and not disgustingly overpriced <laughs> and not disgusting.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I th- a lot of West Coast IPAs really lean into the bitterness and it's like, again, that's not the part of the hop flavor that I particularly enjoy. Again, I'm not begrudging people who do. I just, I tend to like the aromatic and, you know, flavonoid sort of compounds much more. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. <clears throat> uh we're very exciting today, apparently.
1: Yeah, we're apparently. all like uh, whatever. <laughs> oh man. So talking about other random shit, so we were talking about Futurama a moment ago. Um hmm. at least TJ, you need to you really need to listen to uh Star Trek the next Futurama.
2: What is that? I
0: know that there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to, and this is one that I actually should listen. Yeah, to. Yeah, you absolutely. It, it's should. it's Michael Swaym and somebody David else, Bell. David Bell, who uh, are doing uh, going through all of Futurama mm-hmm. and pairing an episode with uh the Next Generation.
1: Yeah, so because there's or is way... it
0: all Star Trek's.
1: Um, they basically said like if they need to, they might draw from like DS Nine and Voyager. Um, but they go like ostensibly it's supposed to be next generation, but since there are fewer Futurama episodes, they're going to go through every single Futurama episode and pair that with a next gen or whatever. Huh. Like it, it's awesome so far, but I, you know, when you said bite my shiny metal ass, it made me think of bite my shiny metal prime directive, which is one of their mm-hmm. segments.
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. i mean that does kind of make sense because you ignore the prime directive when it's convenient for you mm-hmm. you you pay attention to it when you need a drama point
1: <laughs> well i mean I, I think that the the way it's really if you so there's a subreddit called daystrom institute folks and it's basically people being really nerdy and analyzing stuff in the Star Trek universe. And that basically I, I kind of agree with the thought that the prime directive is kind of like, I don't know. It's one of those, you, you, they recognize that there are exceptions, but like you need to,
0: it should be more of a guideline instead of a hard.
1: Well, rule. Well, it it's meant to be a hard rule in the sense that like, you need to like have thought through why you're going to violate it and be able to explain that to someone well enough. Cause like most of the time that the captains we see violate the prime directive, they're not going to get in trouble for it because they have what would be considered valid, you know, logical justifications for doing so.
0: So like, are are you speaking of like the entirety of, yeah, I was
1: going to (laughs) say, but I mean like, but the thing is, is that, you know, they, they do struggle with that. But at the same time, like, I don't think that Janeway would get court-martialed for any of the instances that she actually violates the Prime Directive. Hmm. And then, of course, there's the temporal Prime Directive, which she doesn't violate, but lo- en- enjoys dangling it over Chakotay's head.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: man, I still want, like, a spin-off Star Trek of Star Trek Relativity. And have it be like the Star Trek time cops. Yeah,
1: that would be fucking rad. Like, I want that.
0: Like Doctor Who, but Star Trek. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean they're making all of these new Star Trek shows, but like, I, I guess the you know we're we're kind of in the more JJ Abrams universe now. But like, I don't see why you can't mm. just bring relativity back in. They, I mean, Picard shows that it's all the same universe, so fuck it.
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: But fuck it. We'll retcon it if we have to. So I mean,
1: <laughs> make it relativity. Good
0: good good old uh good old double dick do- double dick wharf. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, because Discovery made it so that Klingons had two of everything, including genitalia. So that's why it like we even get a shot of like a Klingon pissing and you get to see like the shadow of two streams. Hmm. It's it's fucking weird.
1: Yeah. It's super weird. And it's like, no, that's not what they intended. They basically like when, when that was conceived of it, it was meant to be like, so, you know, Klingons have, you know, extra lungs and hearts and shit, because then if they get stabbed in one, it's not like a big deal.
0: It's no, but it also means that, um, Time Lords, well, Gallifreyans, are closer in physiology to Klingons than they are to humans. Huh? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're like the um, Vulcans and Romulans? And just the same species that split off and had altered evolution? Hmm.
1: I mean. Maybe. I mean, it, it is shown that the the Klingons, uh, like, actually, most most societies that we see in the Alpha Quadrant, at least, had societies and space travel way the fuck before humans did.
0: Well, oh, I mean, I just love that, like, I love uh, the, what is it, the, the Ferengis have been spacefaring for 10,000 years? Or something like that, Mostly yeah. just to find, like... Because they realized that the greater riches were off their planet. So that's why they put so much money into space travel so that they could travel off planet to make more money. Yeah. Like, it's kind of brilliant. It
1: is. It's like, and I'm not sure that Quark is really right about 10,000 years, but maybe he is. Like, in which case, you know, humans were like, Ooh, what's this new thing called fire? And the Ferengi are like, traveling to other planets, being like
0: Motherfuckers, we got Warp Drive!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Being like, Hey, you want to buy our shit? Hey, you want to buy that guy's shit and give me money for it?
0: (laughs) So I got a thing for you. It's called fire. You can use it to cook meat and stay warm. Um, Now, mm -hmm. what are you going to pay me for that? I was going to say, oh man, because the Ferengi certainly don't have a
1: prime directive. What if the Ferengi are the reason that humans, like, discovered fire or tools or something because they were like, hey, let's nudge this along so we can start making money off them.
0: Oh man, I can't like, that would be an interesting story plot. Yes, it would. Just, like, the Ferengis being the masters of the galaxy (laughs) that they set Into motion, so many other planets moving their use of tools along. I mean, we've already shown to make money. uh,
1: I mean, next gen already explained why basically every species looks humanoid because they there's that race of ancient race of aliens that seeded the galaxy a gajillion years ago. (laughs) Which it's like, actually, thanks for giving an, an actual explanation for that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, that that really was a great episode. I can't remember the name of that I can't one, either. It, it's but,
1: near the end of TNG, though.
0: Yeah, and like, everybody's getting pissed off at each other, and then Picard steps up and finally puts everything together by ignoring orders from others. And then they get a big story of, Thank you, racist, for coming together. <laughs> we knew you could do it so you could find the
2: ultimate truth that we're all actually the same. Hmm. Man, I need to see TNG. Yeah, you do. Uh, TNG is worth a watch. TNG is worth
1: yeah, a watch. DS9 is to... worth a watch too.
0: Yeah, you just have to slog through those first three seasons. But like hmm. the last I, I think four that are is fucking something... outstanding,
1: and it's so worth it.
0: Hmm. Plus, you get a shit ton of Jeffrey Combs in uh, DS9. Oh, he's so good. So there's that too. Hmm. I throughout the course of just DS nine, I think he plays four different characters on that, and
1: sometimes show. two in the same in the same episode. So,
0: yeah, no, that was a great one.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Brunt FCA. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like Wayon was just so delightfully despicable. Oh yeah, like y- you kind of love hating oh, him.
1: Oh, Yeah. No, Wayne was, like, amazing. I mean, the villains in that one were just outstanding. I mean, uh, God, I I love Ducat. I mean, I was so rooting for him when he was, you know, I'm a good guy now. And then it was like, mm-hmm. no, you aren't.
0: I mean, I also love, uh, what's his name, Darmic, the, the other Cardassian? Oh,
1: fuck, what's his name? Um... It's not, it, you're you're thinking of Darwak and of Tanagra. Um, fuck.
0: Well, yeah, Demar. I am thinking of that. Damar. I knew it was something. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, also... But most of the right letters. So, <laughs>
1: now that we've had a bunch of Star Trek talk, beer? So, um, I surprisingly haven't had a ton of shit since the last time we talked. Um, you and I had the or a feliz together from Tilton Brothers brewing.
0: Yeah. I, uh I remember that being like it like again, nothing we drink is bad. Yeah. It just was unimpressive. It was
1: unimpressive, but I will say that so it it's a kettle sour brewed with lime, orange, and agave. It's exactly as refreshing as you as you would think it would be. And I mean, so the other thing that we've all had now all of us have had is the glitter and grit from Austin Street. And that is a fruited goes with guava and something. And mm. I thought that it was you know, again, a little bit lackluster. It didn't have as much punchy flavor as I really wanted it to.
0: Like all the flavors came through. It's just it, it like none of them were quite to the level that you wanted them to
1: be right yeah but I, I i would say that you know if i were drinking that and it's like i'm sitting outside in like 90 degree weather i probably would have had a more favorable review of it because yeah when it's really hot you just kind of want something refreshing you don't necessarily want something that's going to be super you know goopy or hit in the face or whatever
0: Right. Yeah, like a porch sitter. It's why you don't really want to drink, like, a hearty stout in the dead of summer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: a lot of the beers that we drink are very big in flavor, some of which are, you know, milkshakey, it, mm. like, it, texture-wise, as well as flavor-wise. And, like, that doesn't always lend itself well to hot summer weather.
0: Right. Nah, like summertime, I want something for like porch sitting. I I want something light, refreshing, preferably crisp. Yeah. And I mean, either that or like uh, the Gansett Summer Shandy.
1: And (laughs) I think that that Tilton Brothers and the glitter and grit would both serve that purpose very nicely. Like, it's just not quite the right time of year yet.
2: Hmm. So. Yeah, I found it a little. I also. But yeah, I, I could see don't. it being refreshing, you know, when you're outside on a nice hot day.
0: Oh god, dead air. Dead air!
2: <laughs>
1: Chris Froze again.
0: Uh, 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 Yeah, I'm guessing the Chris Froze again. Oh, hopefully that doesn't fuck up a recording. But we'll see.
1: Well, Zencaster's recording us locally, so we'll be fine.
0: And yeah. he's recording himself
1: through Zencaster and through, and through Adacity, locally, so... so. We should really start recording ourselves through Audacity. Yeah. I just haven't bothered figuring out how to do that. Anyway, so a uh, couple weeks ago, I ended up going to Barreled Souls for the first time, hmm. which I thought was a super fun place to hang out. Um just a nice atmosphere. Definitely kind of the sort of thing that I look for at a brewery. They had to look what looked like a nice outdoor space. Um, I am fully vaccinated. So I felt perfectly okay Yay. sitting inside, you know, I mean, people are wearing masks when they're not at their table and whatever, which is cool. But like,
0: yeah, smart.
1: It, it was, it was really nice to sit inside in a place and not be like, I'm risking death to do this. So anyway, mm. I had three different things while I was there. Um, I had Blame Canada, which is...
0: Blame Canada! Blame Canada! Yeah, It's
1: a collaboration with Merritt Brewing in Hamilton, Ontario. It's a sour ale with cherry, almond, and marshmallow. Now, that mm. really excited me. Um, I don't think that it was quite what I wanted it to be. Um, I think that the... I don't think any of the flavors came through particularly well. I think they were... It's, again, the kind of the level of... Um, that I would expect from kind of a porch sitter, but the... I don't know. I, I with especially with the cherry and the almond in there, I expected to get more out of it and not expect it to have that kind of really light flavor. So, mm. Mm. um, again, I gave it a four. So not terrible, but like
0: it was. Again, yeah. a lot of times, folks, if you but like it, it, it doesn't sound like it was what it was advertising.
1: Yes, that's kind of how I felt about it.
0: Which is really disappointing from Barreled Souls.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and we have another Barreled Souls that I haven't gotten to you. Actually, two Barreled Souls that I haven't gotten to you yet. We have so many beers now. Um, Peaches come from a can. I love <laughs> the reference. I love
2: that name.
0: Yep. Sour
1: ale with peach, vanilla, and graham cracker. Again, it was...
0: Um. All right, so you get me on this one. I don't know what that reference is to.
1: Peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. Come on, really?
2: Hmm? Really? If I had my little way, I'd eat I, peaches and no every idea day. what that is.
1: Dream about uh, you, woman.
0: <laughs> I fucking... I guess I'll have to figure it out after this. Seriously,
1: episode. it's Presidents of the United States of America.
2: Uh, Millions peaches, of peaches. Oh, peaches for B
0: Okay, yeah. The only um song of theirs that I remember, I can't even remember the name of. Lump. It, it's yeah. The
1: other yeah, one, peaches, it. is I think the, the more the, the one that I re- remember more. But yeah, peaches come from a can is totally from a Presidents of the United States of America song.
0: All right, cool. Thanks for the uh, lesson.
1: (laughs) All right, so folks, if you're wondering why this is a weird transition, it's because we had internet issues caused by DSL, which prevented us from continuing that original recording. So this is a second recording that is spliced in with the first one. So continuing where we left off, The third beer that I had at Barreled Souls was called Little Havana, and it was a tropical goes brewed with mango, pineapple, and guava. Now, the other two beers I gave fours to because they were good, they weren't great, but they, you know, had over a four on untapped and didn't really deserve to have their rating lowered. This, I gave a 4.25, and its average rating is a 3.88. So once again, showing that not every, it, every, it's not like every beer that, you know, how I feel about it, everybody's going to agree to. Like, I definitely thought this was the standout of the three. And according to the ratings, no one else felt that way.
0: There's a galaxy. There's a galaxy of beers out there, which is the beautiful thing that, like, not everything has to be for everybody. But no, that one does sound tasty, and it's disappointing that it's like
1: yeah what,
2: three point. No, 88? that one
1: was great. I thought, um, and yeah, I don't know. Like I, Barrel Souls is somebody that it is a, a brewery that I want to keep trying stuff from, um, and we actually have two in the in in waiting for that brewery, so we hmm. soon. We'll be drinking more of it.
0: Uh, I'm I'm quietly moving Emily along mm. to finish her beer so we can crack up the backup beer.
2: Yay, backup uh, beer. While, while
0: she's doing that, let's introduce the backup beer. The backup beer is from Austin Street, a place that we've tried some from recently and is just, you know, kind of eh so far. Uh, it's an American IPA. America. Flor <laughs> America called Florens. Alright. Not 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 Florent not Florence, but Florens.
1: I would still call it Florens.
2: Hmm. Florens. Ooh, it's a six point nine percent. Nice. Yeah. Uh nice. Three, two,
0: one, crap.
1: Chris, you're not moving.
2: Yeah, my Skype. He's dead, Jim. My Skype isn't doing so hot at the moment.
1: How's that DSL working for you? Shut up. I
2: like the woods.
1: Yeah, I like the woods too, but <laughs> living there is a different story.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can't wait until I can get some of that sweet, sweet Elon Musk Starling. Yeah. Elon Musk is not... Ugh. Did you hear that Elon Musk is going to host SNL? Yeah, I did hear that. And it's like, why? 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 (laughs) Ooh. That sounds so awful. Oh, I. Well, I rather like the flavor of this. Hmm. Yeah, Florence is quite nice. Let me check both of
1: these in. Let's see what. Let's start with Pretty Prisms.
0: Like, it's definitely not a New England-style IPA. Well, it's an American IPA. So, it's like, it reminds me of, like, an ESB, though.
2: Yeah, a little bit.
1: So, I just, I'm checking in Pretty Prisms. Um, That's an average 3.95. I would have thought that would be a little bit higher, actually.
0: Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I would have thought that would be higher, too. I would give that a exactly uh,
1: 4.25. Oh, I need to check in. Um, I'm going to be lazy and check in at untapped at home. And I don't think uh, I'll do the, I'm not going to do the brewery cause that's too much work. I do try to check in at the brewery because it does let people know like this, this has been checked in at this location So let's see, Mm. Florence, what is the average untapped? This is an average 4.07. So it's a double dry hopped IPA loaded with mosaic, citra, and Echinot. This very aromatic beer has a flavor dominated by pineapple and grapefruit. A slightly sweet finish features just enough bitterness to balance.
0: All right. It explains yeah. why I take it. The, the mosaic,
1: mm-hmm. I'm tasting a lot. No, I quite like this. Its average on untapped is a 4.07. I have nine friend check-ins, which are probably mostly randos, because folks, if you want to like find me on, on, on social media and actually friend me, I'll accept anybody on untapped. Don't, don't try me on other things if you're like a rando, but mm-hmm. you know, untapped, I will friend fucking anybody. So yeah, my friend check-ins, there's nine and it's 4.22 average. I'm well, going ha- to hazard a guess that Colby is one of yeah,
0: those. The, the, this is another one that I would That's probably what do 4.252. Yeah. 4. Like it's got a very like clean, dry finish to it.
1: You have a clean, dry finish,
0: Emily. If you were a beer, you'd be dang... Wrong. Aww. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm I, I'm not I'm not sure that's actually a compliment.
2: <laughs>
1: which is why it was like, ah, that was. I was gonna say that's a that's a very. Very ambiguous, ah, because it was like, ah, uh. ah, like, is this a good aw or a bad uh? Let's just go with both.
0: I was saying boo <laughs> 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 All
1: right, so Austin Street. Seems to be better at, in in my opinion thus far not that I've had a lot of stuff from them but seems to be better at the IPA game than the sour game.
0: I would concur. Hmm. Like not that their sours have been terrible. Uh, again, nothing we drink on this show is terrible. Well, for the most part. um, Nothing we drink yes. on Agreed. this show. There we go.
1: I mean, we might end up with something at some point if we end up doing. Oh, maybe we should do that.
0: Summer Shandy, uh, yeah. Summer well, shandy. that's summer Shandy. Okay,
1: <laughs> wait, which summer Shandy?
0: Oh, the newer one. For oh, this the year. like mango and whatever. Is, but like,
1: yeah, I'm super pumped yeah. about that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was thinking like that. Uh, the movies beer we got. That's probably not gonna be great. Mm.
0: Oh yeah. Well I, I feel like it's gonna be just a really basic jack. Yeah, Jack's which Abby is
1: beard. again probably not a terrible thing considering that Jack's Abbey I, I I've never again, Jack's Abbey. I've never had anything abjectly bad. I've had stuff that doesn't excite me that much. And you know, when I see their stuff in the liquor store, I don't get wildly excited, but that's because I'm me. If you're somebody who,
0: yeah, you don't go. If you're somebody who Ooh, doesn't Abby. want
1: your beer flavors to like really hit and you know punch you in the face, then you Jacks Abbey might be right up your alley. Like, I mean, mm. again, I've had um, the the hoppy stuff, the sours, and none of it's bad. Um, I think that. Is it the is it the framing hammer that they do like a bunch of weird versions of?
0: Yeah, it's it's mm. the framing hammer. Like the PB&J framing mm. hammer that used like raspberry and jam, raspberry jam in it. Like that I think was my favorite framing hammer. But yeah, no, that's their like that's their Eclipse 5050 thing. Essentially. They just don't barrel age it like Eclipse does.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But yeah, Jack's Abbey, perfect. It's a fine. fun place
1: to hang out too. Now that the, in uh, their uh, they're in their new location.
0: Yeah, I've only gone to that like once or twice, but I, I think enjoyed I've been each there twice. I, there.
1: I think that you. And I were but down I've, I haven't yeah, been there. You and I either. were in the downstairs, we met up with your mom for something. I don't remember why, but we were downstairs. And like they have a fairly big kind of beer hall area. And then Chris, you and I went upstairs to Springdale. Oh right. And they had like a you know oh what the hell is it's not it's not shuffleboard. What the hell is that thing? Where you have, like, the sand and you um, on the long table. Yeah.
0: It, it, oh, is it? It's called Shuffleboard. Because, <laughs> uh, Beat Yeah, Blue Chris, Hall didn't we go there one.
1: after, like, a sob
2: thing?
0: Also, I didn't realize that Springdale was on the upstairs yeah. of Jack's well, Avenue. Those- mm. Like, last I knew, Springdale. I, I know that they're the same company, but last I knew, Springdale was still operating out of the. Old no, Springdale so has their so own thing
1: upstairs now, them. which is pretty rad, honestly. Um, yeah, it was,
2: it, was, it was after a sob cruise and uh, the Keitar guy bear thing. What was he? No, keytar that somebody? was
1: Dorchester Brewing Company. Oh,
2: that was a different sob different place. cruise.
1: Yeah, gotcha. no, the, the Dorchester Brewing one was when Keitar bear showed up, and that was pretty rad. Although I've heard that Keitar bear is kind of a shitbag.
0: Aww. Oh my god, I'm so happy that I'm not the one who had to say that. Like, I have heard so many things about Ketar Bear just being like a shit yeah, it's, bag. It's it's
1: ruined being. it for me unfortunately. Like, I used to be, you know, like, oh, look, it's Ketar Bear. And now it's like, oh, you're just a bad human. Like, you're like I don't know that he's a bad human being, but he's like mentally ill and takes it out on other people is what it
0: seems like. Mm. I mean, he's also been through a lot of shit. Not that that's an excuse. It's an for explanation. It's him not an being excuse, a shitbag. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, uh, like I, I know that he's been out in a corner and has had like the shit beaten out of him by just random. Oh yeah, to the
1: point pilots. of hospitals, like, so ho- really hospitalization. I
0: think, and like, that's really fucked up. And I feel bad for that. And that should happen to nobody. But then, like, I hear the stories about him, like harassing people online or being gross
1: and creepy with women
0: like yeah, Again, oh, I, yeah.
1: I, I, like i i will say that sometimes i'm grateful that you know i've always had as an adult i've always had a little bit of extra weight on me because i feel like it is enough of a shield from the sum of that gross creepiness that men foist upon women Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'd I, rather not have Kitar Bear, like, assault me or something, so, you know, I'll take it. It's like armor. It's actually one of the reasons that some people
2: struggle with weight. It's mental armor. Hey, food has never let me down. True that. No, oh, pl- plenty actually, of food has let me what's down. What's
1: fun is today is actually a milestone for me. I've been tracking consistently for two years. Tracking wow. calories, folks. Good job. Uh, k- k- kudos. i am only down 50 pounds in two years. And most of that was in the first year. But hey.
0: I mean, that's still like. Yeah, healthy, I will like, that in though. like.
1: It, pandemic plateau i mean i'm just great like the thing is is i'm still tracking i'm still trying to eat a deficit and like yet i'm not losing weight and it's like you know what whatever i'm maintaining for now it's fine like Mm -hmm. maybe once things clear up a little bit more i can do something else to try to spur things along but right now i'm content with maintaining
0: Yep, over this last year, I have gained approximately 70 pounds. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, It's not as bad as that, like, summer that I lost, uh, 90.
1: Yeah, that was a thing. I remember that. Yep. I've been here for all of it. (laughs) I have always existed. I have always been.
0: I see (laughs) the before. I see the after.
1: When you do things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all.
0: Would you like to see our giant karaoke machine? <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, man,
1: we watched that episode not long ago. Uh, folks, it's uh, Godfellas from Futurama. Yes. Um, yes, to, just, just so we can fill in the audience, because we all know what we're talking about. We're all Futurama nerds.
0: It's like somewhere in season four, I want to say. It's all on Hulu. Watch it; it's a great show. Season,
1: it's either season three or season four. Um, I don't.
0: Oh, it might be three.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what episode we paired that with.
0: Well, it was the one right before it. Oh, and Chris is now gone from our Zencaster, so we'll see if we're still recording.
1: Let us see.
0: Like it's showing, I mean... it's showing me that it's still recording. But yeah, it's
1: showing me that it's still recording as well. Folks, you know, if you're ever considering living in the woods because it's fun and pretty and cheap and whatever,
0: don't do it unless you can pay to have a fiber optic line hard, like fiber optic hard line installed to you. (laughs) It
1: depends on where you are. So, like, where Chris is right now, he, there's no, there's no, infrastructure for that it's not a lack of paying it's that's just straight up not available so like if you're a person who wants to you know work from home then living in that kind of woods probably not your best bet um there are plenty of neat kind of wooded areas. Oh God, I'm going to spur real estate in this area. But like, so from like Kingsboro and then like a number, a few towns West of route three, like kind of along the New Hampshire border, the property is not wildly expensive and you can get a decent amount of it. There's some good properties like, and it's pretty and you're close to new hampshire like without actually having to get screwed by the new hampshire tax system like
0: everybody's like new hampshire live for your die no state sales tax yeah look at what your fucking property taxes are well that's what i'm saying
1: (laughs) if you want to live in new hampshire rent do not own if you own you're paying Way too much, like, because they like that the property taxes are where they're gouging you. For one, if you can see anything pretty, you're paying more because they actually allow them to subcharge that for you know, you can see a lake or whatever. Um, and you're also paying like so much more in excise tax. Like, I mean, I have a fairly new car, so I'm paying a lot in excise tax for here, like it would probably be triple in New Hampshire. So I'd probably, my, my excise bill would have been like six or
0: $700. And thank you for joining us for tax talk.
1: Yeah. In, In case anybody's thinking of, you know, moving between new England states
2: All right, folks, uh, if you hear, heard another awkward pause, that's because a, a meth lab probably exploded down the street and I lost internet again. Uh, but we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 9.3. It's like the Matrix trilogy, where like the second two were
0: probably useless, but they still exist. And we're yeah. getting <laughs> a fourth one, but hopefully we don't need a 9.4 today.
1: Yeah. So- Wait, we're getting a fourth one?
0: oh yeah it's supposed to come out later this year
1: oh god damn it does it still have keanu yes okay i mean i really like keanu reeves like i know that he's not like an amazing actor in a lot of ways but like
2: you you bite your tongue skag he's do you know that i've never seen the Matrix? are
1: you shitting me i saw that like five times in the theaters when it Mm -hmm. came out in like 99 or whatever
0: Yeah, I I saw that a bunch in theaters as well. But that was also like, that was the days when I was living in Watertown and my uh, ninth grade high school was, well, Watertown High School was getting like a bunch of random bomb threats because that's when like everybody was calling in bomb threats. Yeah, I remember. We'd get one and then I would just like fuck off to uh, Cleveland Circle and go Hmm. see the matrix again
1: hell yeah i mean honestly like i i think that so i was in 10th grade and i went to the movies a bunch with the guy i was dating at the time and like he was like super into the matrix and it was like hey i'm totally fucking down to go see it again bro let's go see Hmm. it so
0: like, yeah, bro. Yeah,
1: no, I, I, like, the I mean, original the, the Matrix pre- is
0: so good. The premise of humans as batteries is really stupid,
2: but <laughs> wait, that's the premise? Yeah. I mean, yeah, essentially. Oh, more or less. Again, never seen Oh movie. my God, you oh, need
1: to see the original. Yeah,
0: at least the first one. Like, don't worry about yeah. the second two, but like, I mean, at least the first one.
1: Yeah, definitely the first one. The first one is a great movie.
0: Hmm. Again, it has like issues with universe, but
1: it does have some issues with the universe, but like they're largely ignorable. And yeah. I like it it created an entirely new style of like slow motion film. Oh man,
0: bullet time. Bullet yes, time is bullet like time. so cool. Mm, and it like is. that was the movie that developed it. Just having yes. essentially like a bunch of cameras in a row. So you do uh, like a stop motion almost look, yeah. Like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah.
1: No, it was and, rad and as hell. Cool. I, I
0: kind of love the universe of the Matrix, where it's just like it looks like everyone's going to a bondage club for the most part. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean that's the thing is like a as a dissolution semi gothy youth like that. It it really spoke to me. Mm. So yeah. It was... It's definitely worth it.
0: Plus, Keanu Reeves is the man. Like, I I not only love him in movies, and, like, even the bad movies he's in... But he seems like a really good human. He's still enjoyable. But yeah, he's a fucking solid-ass human from, like, everything that I see about him.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: he was on a plane that ended up having to... Land without like making their actual destination. And instead of just like getting a car for himself, he ended up like getting a bus for like him yeah. and all the people to go to the destination that it was going to. And it's like, nice damn, like solid human.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, that's definitely my kind of guy. Like, not because it's like, oh, I am for what you could do for me. It's like, that's, I like to think I am that kind of human as well. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I hate to say it, but like, especially living in and around Boston, it's very easy to put on the blinders to the homeless people. I mean, it's even more easy these days because I don't go out anywhere, so I don't see anyone. But like, especially working in like Harvard Square, it's very easy to fall into that pit of just, uh, I don't see you. And and it feels bad.
1: It does feel bad, but like the the point is, is that you feel that you notice it and you feel bad about it. Like, because I, I'm not going to say that I'm not guilty of the I same thing. I know that
0: I am not in a position to hardly help myself, let alone you as well.
1: Yeah. Although, that's exactly If I'm walking mind.
0: by and I have just like pocket full of change, uh, I will just like dig deep and like grab that, you know, probably like eight bucks of change that I used to have in my Fucking jacket pocket
1: <sighs> yeah i mean i'll like I, that's the thing is i don't often have change and on honestly often i don't have any cash of any kind so well it's like
0: a, a dog's year ago or a human year ago i used to be a bartender which was often cash in pocket so often i would pay for things in cash and end up with change and t- change just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates so there'd often be times that it'd be, like, dead of winter. I'd see somebody begging. I, the man I miss, though, is, like, me from an alternate future. So essentially, like, my... um, <sighs> If I was Buster Casey, it would be my not-father, which would be me. Man, I gotta read Rant again.
1: Yeah, me too. But yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's just this dude that I used to see all the time when I lived in Alston and was working by uh, Children's, that it was like, he he was my old man. I'm guessing he's probably dead now, but he was my old man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, not a bad guess, unfortunately. But yeah, like, I don't know, it's... It's such a hard thing because it's like I I try to do what I can, but like I don't I don't think that it's sustainable to be a person who like talks to and like gives money to like every single person homeless person that you meet unless like you're someone who has a bunch of money and no responsibilities. Because a lot of times you're on your way to do a thing or, you know, go to work or whatever and, like, you just either, you don't have the time to stop. Because, like, you know, if you knew that it was going to be a short interaction, that's one thing. But I find that a lot of those people, like, really grab onto that interaction. And especially as a woman, it's really hard to kind of, like, politely get out of it. So, like, it's, and, and honestly like, this is probably if, I'm, like, a, if uh, I'm trying to like get somewhere at a time which folks I'm always late for everything so I guarantee you I'm already late for whatever the fuck it is I'm going to like it's really hard for me to justify stopping when like I don't know if it's going to be a 15 second conversation or a 15 minute conversation that I can't that I can't get out of without being rude like Sometimes, especially as a woman, it's a lot easier to avoid a conversation that you don't know how it's, like, you can sense that, like, it has the potential to, like, make you super fucking late for whatever it is, versus, like, just avoiding that conversation altogether. And, like, it feels shitty and inhuman, but, like, you know.
0: There's only so much you can do. There are only so many spoons you have.
1: Yeah, and... that's the other part of it, is I don't always have the, like, I don't even have the the mental and emotional energy to deal with people that, like, you know, I genuinely care about and have a fairly stable relationship with, like, let alone people that I don't know. Like, it just takes a lot of energy, and I just don't know that, you know, I I can give all of that to everyone that I want to. I, I I wish I could give the world beer, and make everybody uh, feel yes. better.
0: At least, we except for the, the re- world, our thoughts on beer, and other but, stuff.
1: And for the recovering alcoholics, I have weed too. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for those who have no vices, I got the finest bottle of some holy water right here for you to drink. I was going to say, put put God in you. <laughs> for those with
1: no vices, first off, why the fuck are you listening to a beer podcast? Yeah. Right? And second,
0: unless your name is Clay. Hi Clay. Please hi, Clay. listen to our bod- podcast even though I know he that won't. you don't drink, but he won't, but hi Clay. Um
1: but if you if you don't drink and you're actually listening to us for some reason, then cuz we do talk a lot about about nerdy shit. Um then I don't know. I know the best chocolate place in that I've ever found in this entire country so far, which is LA Burdick's. They have their original location is I think Walpole, New Hampshire, but they have lo- the locations in Boston and Cambridge. Anyway, Yay, Burdick's. Let's go get some fucking hot chocolate together, dude. Like it's hot chocolate that's legitimately like melted chocolate with milk added to it and if you leave it in a cup holder overnight it will solidify.
0: Yep, hm? it essentially turns into a chocolate mousse.
1: Yeah, basically. That's what happens. It's
2: oh, it's so good. So I'm back and it says we're still recording. Alright, cool. You're back. Hey, welcome back. Yay. Guys. Yay.
1: Yay. Yeah, I see Chris again on and actually showing is recording. Actually so recording that now. Yeah. Good.
0: Um so, I guess we'll continue with the episode. This is going to be awkward as fuck.
1: Yeah, this is the weirdest episode we've done yet, folks. Um not the least because we've talked about a bunch of nerdy shit and less about beer. Does anyone have any other beers that they've had this week? Weeks. It's been a while. Um, let me look. No. No, I was gonna say t j you drink mostly boring shit when we're not doing yeah. stuff. We well, you know we could have potentially had something more interesting to talk about if we'd actually bothered going to you know Trillium seaport, but yeah, whatever,
0: no, it kind of sucked that the day we went was the same day as the highly highly, highly disappointing." Um, movies pop up at the House of Blues. I mean, uh, honestly, like, we should have known, given that it was at the House of Blues, it was going to suck.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: But Oh, I can't stand the House of Blues. No, nope.
1: oh I mean, it sucks as a venue. It was not any better for this. Like, it was just the House of Blues with some fucking posters put up mostly. Yeah, like, It didn't feel any different. It didn't, they didn't try to Mm -hmm. make it into like a cafe or anything. There was no like immersion element to it. It was, here's your shitty food that we didn't try too hard with because we're trying to make it like fast food, but also like, here's your shitty experience. Give us all the money. Thanks.
0: Wow. I mean, even with like the two collector's items that I got, it was still like,
1: 250 total oh man that paper cup that they like slapped a thing on and charged us how much money for four still like yeah four bucks for like a paper cup with like a basically a label slapped on it instead of like because you know we we thought we yeah we thought we were like it was like get a collectible cup if you get like a drink and it was like okay and, like, I'm thinking, like, the shit that I have, you know, like, I have Slurpee cups and shit from Seven Eleven that are, like, you know, plastic that have hung on for years and uh-huh. they rule. And, like, I thought that that's what I'd be getting for that much money, but no, it was a plastic cup or paper cup with a label slapped on it. Like, I get <laughs> being eco-friendly, but for fuck's sake, that's not what a collector's cup is. Wow. Yeah, no, it sucked.
0: <laughs> it was a bit of a rip. But I did get a sweet Buddy Christ pin. So there's yeah, that. I'm pretty
1: sure you could have gotten that, like, without Secret having Stash. to go there, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Without having to have, like, a really shitty burger and a decent chicken sandwich.
1: Yeah, the de- the chicken sandwich was pretty decent. The burger sucked.
0: Yeah. It was, like, those White Castle meatloaf burgers. Kind like, it of, was, yeah. It was like a, a like patty that was just filled with a bunch of grain.
1: Yeah, but it, I was going to say it reminded me more of, like, a McDonald's burger.
0: No, because a... McDonald's burgers still, like, have a texture of meat.
1: Do they, actually? Because I don't remember them having a texture of meat. They're made of meat. Of meat. The, the, I think the last time I had a McDonald's burger was probably, like... I don't know, 15 years ago when I was using them to disguise the taste of magic mushrooms.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Literally nothing disguises the taste of magic mushrooms better than a fucking McDonald's burger as far as I've found. So, like...
0: (laughs) I gotta remember that for the future. I gotta try that. (laughs) Yeah, you just make
1: make a mushroom burger and, like, yeah, it, it... Like, cause... If you've never done mushrooms, folks, mushrooms taste like shit. So, because <laughs>
0: they're mostly grown in cow shit.
1: Yeah, they're grown in shit. So, like you, it it's best to find something that hides the taste and like the The I think it must be the amount of chemicals that they have to add in to make a McDonald's burger taste like meat cover up the taste of the mushrooms as well.
0: Huh. Good to know. Yeah, I'll have to try that out one of these days. I mean, I don't condone using drugs unless I'm using drugs. But hey, kids, drugs are fun.
1: I mean, I condone using drugs that aren't you. You can't overdose on like you can yeah. freak the fuck out on mushrooms, but you can't overdose on them. Technically speaking, like you can't well, overdose to the point where you're going to die. Well, that's why I over- have
0: like like I think it's only really three big ones that are just like I have no desire to touch.
1: Yeah, I mean. But you're still leaving, you know, cocaine on the table, which you can oh, yeah. absolutely overdose on in one go. Like, Coke, like, it, it, what's fun is when you get to go to, like, a South American country like Peru, where you can interact with coca in its natural form. Like, when you brew it as, like, a tea or, you know, eat it in a candy or whatever it's more akin to caffeine yeah like it's about the same amount of strength about the same amount of addictiveness in theory um it's just that caffeine distilled down and snorted isn't fun while cocaine (laughs) is so yeah exactly I can,
0: I can only imagine doing like a line of caffeine that yeah, just sounds I, terrible
1: i mean a it would hurt Yikes. it would hurt for sure because it doesn't numb you and b it would just be deeply unpleasant like it would probably put even like the most stable mental person into a fucking panic attack honestly so um yeah I I would say that, like...
0: <laughs> I mean, also, pure distilled caffeine. Wouldn't that pretty much make you kind of OD?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, considering that I, you know, effectively OD'd on caffeine, and that's how I developed panic attacks. Like, it just took, like, a bunch of... Actually mate tea and then a couple of caffeine pills but you know that unfortunately the panic attack switch
0: flipped in my brain are caffeine pills like still even a thing because i remember being younger and like i don't like, know
1: if they sell them over the counter caffeine
0: juice. pills were i made. kind of hope
1: they don't honestly. Uh, i kind of hope that they don't because they're not a good thing like, if you can't make it through, like, a cup of coffee, then you shouldn't be ingesting that much caffeine. And the other mm-hmm. thing is, is that the the way that the uh, neurochemistry of caffeine works is that if you have too much of it, it actually can work in the opposite direction. So it can make you kind of sleepy. Um, and so when you increase the caffeine further to try to wake yourself up, all you're doing is increasing your likelihood of having a massive panic attack. Mm. Like you're not going to wake yourself up anymore. Like if, if the caffeine isn't working for you, then don't, don't keep trying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really hope they don't sell caffeine pills anymore. I, I still remember that uh, very special episode of Saved by the Bell, where huh? um, uh, I forget who the fuck it, like, I forget the character names on that. Um, Topanga? I <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's the one I remember. <laughs> no, no, uh, t- Topanga is Boy Meets World. Uh, no. But the, um... the, the tall one, the tall white one
1: oh um, zach
0: morris no 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 the tall white woman who is in um, uh who's in showgirls
1: uh kelly
0: nope because kelly was the uh other one okay huh
1: that lady her name is that lady yeah
0: that lady first
1: name is that and her last name is
0: lady totally blanking on her character name and her actual name um elizabeth something i don't know for for her actual name her character name totally forget but there was a very special episode where she was addicted to uh caffeine pills
1: i mean it's totally possible it's just that most people's caffeine well it's not really an addiction so much as it's a dependence
2: yeah. Well, it's it's just a
1: physical dependence, not really a mental addiction. Kept on you, you know? taking
0: more and more and more. In fact, that was also a subplot in uh, Empire Records with Liz Tyler. Ew.
1: Well, yeah, once you get to that point, then you're really talking, it's the, the mental factor is taking over. But like.
2: Not on Rex Manning Day.
0: Yes, indeed, on Rex Manning Day. Oh, man, I wish we could have released this on Rex Manning Day.
2: Uh-huh. Bum, bum,
1: bum, bum, bum. Yeah, wow. yeah.
0: Still want that button on my phone? Hmm.
1: Oh man, I don't have it anymore because I don't think it's like I don't think it migrated with this phone.
2: Yeah, how's that Android working for you?
1: No, I mean, okay, I went from Samsung, which is worthy Apple of Androids, to. You know, OnePlus, which, folks, if you need to buy, if if you're an Android person, do yourself a favor and buy yourself an unlocked one. OnePlus makes some great phones. I've heard some not great things about the 9 Pro. You can probably get the 8 Pro for cheap, and it's still going to get updates for a few years. And, like, it's better than everything else that has blowware. So, do it. Also, mostly stock Android, if that's a thing that matters to you, because it matters to me.
2: Nerd! Fuck off! <laughs> hey, my iPhone works great. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't have to,
0: like, fuck around with it much. I can just, like, turn it on.
2: <laughs> my girlfriend's phone got an update from Google, and it prevented her from launching all of her apps.
1: It's because she has a carrier phone.
0: Ah. Uh...
1: Trust me, I've had carrier phones. They weren't great. I mean, it—it's honestly, it's gotten worse in the last number of years because, like, my first Android... So I actually had an iPhone first that I kept for a long time. Uh Uh-huh. And then I moved to the Moto X 2018, I think, and that was a great phone until the charging port got fucked. Uh Uh-huh. Other than that, it was fine. And then uh-huh. I ended up moving to Samsung, and now I've moved to OnePlus, and I'm, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, TJ, you know what you can do, uh huh, suck it, uh huh, suck it dry, uh huh, I rule you.
0: <laughs> uh, I think we lost Chris again, though. <laughs>
1: Oh man, we are so not a show. We're a show for like I'm still millennials. We are not a show for like Gen Z. Oh, I,
0: I can hear him now. Oh, well, I can't. Here How can I am. you hear him? I, I just heard him. Uh, that uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I I'm seeing you too. Like I'm not seeing you move, but I'm seeing your uh, wavelength move.
2: Ah uh, oh, I yeah.
1: now I hear him.
0: Yeah oh man Yay. this is gonna be a shit-tastic episode i figure at this point it like we can either crack this or we can just wrap it up but um yeah let's just <coughs> nice wrap it up wrap, wrap, holy wrap, crap wrap it up. that was
1: like one of the best burps i've done in a long time i think
0: wrap 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 it up wrap 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 wrap, wrap it up
1: <laughs> chris you there at all Nope, nope, Chris is gone.
0: Yep, Chris so is ahead. gone, gone. Um, hopefully if we keep on talking, we'll be able to get this, but, uh, I've been TJ Davis alongside some of Chris Campbell and Emily Schick, uh...
1: All of Emily Schick, yeah!
0: Yeah, um... Check us out on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're New England Beer Reviews, or NE Beer Reviews in other places. Check us out on Patreon and give us some money. Uh, we and, really are
1: going to record a at least one bonus episode soon.
0: Well, that's probably going to be divided into four parts because it's four beers. But yeah. it all fits together. Like I, a I see Chris again. I don't see him on Zencaster. Well I see I, I him, see him but on not but connected. I don't see any audio. Um, um But uh, I mentioned Twitter and the Facebook and Your mom. Yeah, my mom. She's pretty great. Um Yeah, she is. Did we say Patreon? Fucking, yeah, we said Patreon. Yeah. Give us money. We yeah. like
1: money. We we like we uh, like
0: help being able to do more stuff help pay for us to drink beers um stuff but stuff things
1: but supreme
0: but supreme i'm um, like
1: a burrito but butt
0: yeah you're a burrito but all butt but hell
1: yeah i'm a butt rito
2: New from Taco Bell, the butt Rito. But, Rito. <laughs>
0: um. I've been TJ Davis.
2: And I'm Emily Schick. I've been the, um. the animated corpse of Chris Campbell on a bad DSL connection.
0: And we've
2: been New England Beer Reviews!
0: Woo-hoo!